Welcome to the Loan Hunter Podcast. I am Heather Hunter Jackson, covering all things real estate and finance in the greater Sacramento area. Whether you are an industry professional, first time home buyer, or a homeowner looking to learn more, my goal of this podcast is to take the complicated language and conflicting information you find online and make it simple and easy to understand. All right, guys, welcome back to the Loan Hunter podcast. Today, I am going to discuss how do loan officers and realtors get paid? I often forget to, uh, especially with my first time home buyers, to actually go over that in the beginning. And, you know, they'll end up asking me, only some, honestly, it's probably less than. I don't know, even 20% probably that ever asked me how I get paid or or what fees they owe. So I don't know if it's just that they find the information out on the internet or, you know, if they just don't ask. So figured it's a big question. You know, you want to know where your money's going. So how how does it work? And loan officers and realtors are, are different. So um, in terms of loan officers, let me kind of address how we used to get paid. So if you bought a home, um, it would be 10 years ago that this went into effect. So if you bought over 10 years ago, or maybe your parents bought a home, um, you'll hear a lot about points. You know, oh, I had to pay points on my loan. And so the the two ways we used to get paid is we either would charge you as the consumer uh, points up front. And a point, one point would be 1% of the loan amount. So let's say your loan amount is 500000 One point would be $5,000. That would be going to the loan officer, um, or maybe it goes went to the company and the loan officer was on a split with their company. So let's just say it was a 50-50 split. So if it was a $5,000 charge, they get paid $2,500. The company would get paid $2,500. The other way they could do it is they wouldn't charge you points and they would offer you a higher interest rate. And the little catch there at the time is that they didn't have to tell you then how much the lender was paying um, to them uh, you know, at that rate. So we went through comp reform in, uh, it became effective January of 2013, where the lender, we now have agreements with all of our lenders and our lenders pay us a set amount uh, for the file. And it's it's always based off a of loan amount. Um, commission is based off of that. But you, the consumer, no longer pay us directly. It's always coming from the lender. So if you're actually paying points um, you are truly paying just to buy your interest rate down. We're not raising your interest rate to um, to make more money on you know for us. If if we're taking your interest rate up to get you uh, any sort of credit, that's what's happening. We're just taking that rate up, and it's going to give you lender credit to your closing costs. So um, that was a big deal that happened. It's been a really good thing because it's it's a lot of transparency in the marketplace. Um, so you're able to more compare lender to lender. There there are ways now that lenders can kind of cut their uh, commission that they're making per se with the company that that they're in agreement with to be able to kind of change or finagle the numbers. So that's really kind of the only way things are different and why one lender, like an online lender, might really come in and undercut everybody because they're just going to go through and offer super low, um, super low rates and they're paying their people really low as well. 
uh, to be able to offer a better deal. So <clears throat> they go through kind of phases of doing that. But anyhow, you know, one question that people ask is, you know, do I owe you upfront fees? And most lenders, that answer is no, because we actually are not allowed to charge a certain amount of upfront fees. The only thing we can charge you for is a credit report. And so your big banks are usually always going to have you um, give a credit card to pay for your credit report. Um, other independent mortgage banks or mortgage brokers, they're going to pick and choose. Um, I know for me, I personally don't have you pay for credit up front. I only have you pay for credit if we, you know, move forward and actually do a loan. You know, you do owe the, let's say you get in a contract and you, we have to order an appraisal. You do owe money for an appraisal at that time. But again, I can't charge you. I can't even collect your credit card information for that appraisal until you've signed all my loan disclosures. So we have a whole lot of rules we have to play by. Um, can't charge you for anything other than the credit report prior to doing all the proper loan disclosure once you have identified a property. You know, people ask, do I owe money if I cancel or maybe uh, we're in the middle of a transaction and they go to another lender? So you only owe money for actual costs incurred. So again, that could be a credit report and appraisal. Um, I can't, you know, maybe I took you, you know, over half the way through the transaction and then for some reason, you went to another lender. Maybe you got a better deal. I can't just charge you like you know a thousand or two thousand dollars for my work that I did up to that point. That's an, it's just not legal. So um, you only owe money if you uh, you know have again ordered an appraisal or something like that. And then, but that appraisal can usually be transferred to the other lender to use. So it's a good thing to know. You know, people ask, can you? Um, cut your commission or give me a credit to closing costs. And again, now that we're under the LO comp reform rules that we've been in for 10 years, it's much harder for us to, I used to be able to just tell someone, oh, I can cover your appraisal costs. Or, you know, maybe an error was made somewhere and I would say, oh, go ahead and just cover that $200 charge out of my commission. We can't do that anymore. And that's because we are set again under contracts that um, a commission, we're in, you know, um, a contract with our company, like me, the loan officer, that I earn a certain commission per file, and they, we can't deviate from that. So um, th there are little loopholes here and there, but for the most part, we can't just cut commission. We usually have to get an agreement from um, our basically kind of our broker, or if you're working in the lender world, they got to get it from your manager um, to be able to cut um, basically the company's commission to be able to offer maybe a credit of some sort to closing costs or to reduce your closing costs. So that is much harder versus like an, a real estate agent can easily just say they're going to give this amount of commission to you in closing costs. So we haven't been able to do that for a long time. That is one thing I do miss because I did like that flexibility um, if something you know were to happen that I could throw in some commission to the client. But that kind of covers the, the lender portion. Just in talking about how realtors get paid, I know I've covered this a bit in my uh, episode, previous episode of both in the buying and selling episode I did with Larissa. But here in California, currently, it is common that the seller will be paying the commission for the agent listing the house 
and the agent who's representing the buyer. So that tends to be anywhere between 5 to 6%, and that is split usually between buyer and seller's agent. So if it's 5%, it's 2.5% to the listing agent, 2.5% to the buyer's agent. The one time that you, the buyer, could owe your agent a commission is if you sign a buyer broker agreement and you don't follow through with using that particular agent to buy a home. If you then go and use another agent and close on a home, you may be subject to owing that previous agent a commission. So you really want to pay attention if they're asking you to sign a buyer broker agreement, which I think it's actually a good thing because, you know, you can get buyers that can waste an agent's time for a long time and then just all of a sudden jump to another agent. It's one thing if you like truly don't like each other or something, you know, maybe there's ethical issues or something like that. But there are some one off times where people just kind of jump agent for like a weekend. And, um, you know, if that agent's done a lot of work, they, they do deserve a commission. So if you do sign a buyer broker agreement, that is something to be aware of. But otherwise... Um, if you did not sign one, then uh, the commission is being paid for by the listing agent. So it's totally free to you as the buyer to be able to shop around uh, with your realtor and not have to worry about uh, paying them anything. So just eventually when you go to sell that home, you're going to, that's when you'll pay out the commissions. Now there is some stuff kind of within the state of talking about that changing, Because it is common in some other states that buyers do pay the buyer's agent commission and sellers pay the listing agent commission. However, I don't really see something that has been working one way for years and years and years, just changing, you know, all of a sudden, or they're they're setting up ways to be able to keep it the same. So um, in a nutshell, though, that is how uh, loan officers and realtors get paid. So if you have further questions, uh, please feel free to reach out to me. Never, never be scared or hesitate in asking whoever you're working with, like what their fees and costs are, or you know what you're going to owe to them. So, um, it's money. It's a big, you know, big financial decision, and that's something that should be fully transparent. And um, never feel bad in asking that question. So, um, yeah, again, feel free to reach out to me with any questions. I'm here to answer them. Thanks so much for joining me today, and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Loan Hunter podcast. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Also, please leave me a review, good or bad, because I like honest feedback and always like to improve. Thank you so much for sharing and see you on the next episode. The Loan Hunter podcast is brought to you by Heather Hunter, NMLS number 129963, DRE number 01402583. Empire Home Loan supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 1839243.